Like Fun is a craft beer and comedy podcast that offers a brief respite for women and men with real responsibilities. Featuring Greg, a tall, dark, everyman who knows what he likes, and Josh, Like Fun's resident beer quality expert. Together, our hosts take you on a journey of inebriated mirth so wondrous, it will feel as though you are having something like fun. Like Fun is not for kids. Unless those kids are from Wisconsin and accompanied by a legal guardian. If that's the case, come on, kids. Have a seat, throw one back, and listen up. Because life is too short not to like fun. Christmas all year long. Um, that always yes. That always wishes they had a larger eggnog glass. Um, Who doesn't? That hypes up the seasons, even when we're all trapped inside and can't enjoy anything about them. I mean, tis the season for whatever that word for Scandinavian coziness is. Piggy. Is that piggy? It's yeah. It's, it's, it's pronounced. I believe it's pronounced piggy. Piggy season. H-Y-G-G-E? Hygge? It's like yeah. fun. <laughs> this is already getting off to a great start. I thought we were doing so well. We're, this is... I mean, we're Grasping recording. My, what's, my your, what's your standard for good podcast? Because, like, oh. as far as I'm concerned, both of us able to record... My major 95%. metric for good podcast would be number of listeners. <laughs> I got so some, I got some bad fucking news. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many Russian bots there are, but we have thirty. How many mbops? Uh, Never counted several them. Mbops. Are those Canadian viewers? Mbops. <laughs> Was Hanson Canadian? Sure. Okay. Let's just say, for the for the good of the crowd, we'll say that Hanson was from Alberta, and that <sighs> is a fresh sound coming off the prairie. It's not why they're blonde, but it is why they suck. Oh, they got the Calgary Rodeo. Um, the Stampede, sorry. Stampede. <laughs> couldn't, well, even, couldn't even was stick a the joke. Um, as always, <laughs> on our show, Like Fun, I am Greg. And this is Josh. And, and, and uh, this week, it is... We're back together and... again. We're in person, breathing mm. back and forth into each you other's know, mouths. Through like the webs. One... One uh, hyperventilating dude into another right. brown bag. You're, you're my brown bag, Josh. That's why I ask you to hold the mic really close to your face while we do sound check, because I just bleed out all of the heavy breathing. <laughs> and the neck, beard, whiskers brushing against the microphone. That all gets washed out I shaved when I do like the filters. my neck twice in three days, and I got mm. the world's worst razor burn. I remembered why I don't do that. <laughs> Well, there's I, a lot I of put um, on a scarf and I was like, ah! There's a lot of men in their 30s who play Warhammer 40K in the in the United Kingdom who agree with you. 
Shaving listen, your neck beard hey, hurts. Just don't do keeps, it. It's cold outside, Josh. It's cold it outside. I could grow yeah. it out and say it was functional. <laughs> we're we're. This is a seasonal episode, right? This it is, is. This is the Christmas special. I, it depends uh, on how we can, get it out, but we could no. probably do another one. But we could do we could do the next one could be our New Year's special. Well, we because could, of um, virus happenings, uh, you know, Christmas is essentially everything. I mean. Not that it wasn't like this before, but everything that is condensed between end of Thanksgiving until five days after New Year's, because why not? Why wouldn't you do that? Because you can't do other things, so just make it holidays. Make it hot. Yeah, that, pardon me, and I'm, I'm, I'm burping up some holidays all over my mic here. Um, I, I do agree. I do agree. Yeah, just We're, do it. We're, we're trying to be a little festive. Who wouldn't roast a duck on a Thursday in the middle of December unless it wasn't holidays? Did you roast a duck? I didn't, but I oh, should. Okay. I'm just saying. Like, Can you imagine just like your 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 wife comes home to you and you're just pulling a Christmas goose out of the yeah, oven? Out of the oven, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. It's uh, November 28th and we're going to have goose. <laughs> It's not Thanksgiving. I don't know. Thanksgiving is like some random Thursday, right? But not Thanksgiving, the 28th of November. We're just going to have goose. We're just going to have tenderloin because <laughs> it's St. Albertia's or whatever. I like the idea it's, of you serving goose and then just not making anything of it. Yeah. <laughs> just being like, Here's the goose. What's for dinner? Oh, it's uh, goose. Also gravy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the occasion, Papa? Shut up. <laughs> that's the occasion <laughs> we can't go out that's the occasion five fucking seconds without you asking me a question that's the occasion there's an extra four hundred dollars in our checking account and i know exactly why is the occasion because <laughs> we can't do fucking anything mm. which is amazing by the way not doing stuff well no like the effects of it? not not doing any fucking thing like the money i used to spend on gas liquor tips uh ordering things every everything all of the pleasures outside of uh <laughs> the world buying random like miniatures or toys or video game memorabilia on amazon those are the four things that still add up like oh yeah i did that stupid shit but i didn't do any of the other things that i usually do therefore i'm a thousandaire in my own time <laughs> I, you know, I don't ever look at our checking account, so I have no oh, idea good. how we're doing. But I'm sure my wife would tell me if we were in trouble. Um, that's oh, I'm in that boat too. Andrea is the is the bankier. She's the the, the power of the purse. The telly, yes, she is the uh, iron bank in this uh, circle of crowns. Um, yeah, I've, I don't, I have no idea, and and so was my mother. To be honest, my dad made the very large bulk of the money and my mother was the holder of the strings and the buyer of the purses <laughs> and the, never let him on on, in, on any of the secrets now it's time to buy a house my dad would be like okay <laughs> so, enough for it does so, that mean i gotta I organize my underwear drawer what is what are we talking here yeah do i have to do things <laughs> i uh not to make fun but yes that's how it went my mom was like, now it is time for a very large investment. I'm like, okay. All right. I hear, I hear something rattling in that glass, Josh. What are you, what you drinking? It is the holidays, 
And uh, you already took you took my one of my favorite uh, cocktails, which I won't reveal quite yet. But um, fuck yeah, I did. It's mine. Uh, no beer cocktails. We're, it's an, an exciting episode because it's all like regular liquor. Um, almost to start too off, normal to start off. To start off, I mean, like the the review beer we won't reveal. We won't even. I don't even think we're going to leave hints because it's going to be so exciting talking about these cocktails. Um, my favorite holiday cocktail to be honest possibly and, besides and please Greg, please be honest please don't possibly, lie <laughs> don't lie to the well, viewer i'm not gonna lie because i didn't make it is actually just an honest old-fashioned just an, just an old-fashioned explain yourself wheat wheat whiskey uh wheat? shitty orange wheat? wheat whiskey so like a maker's you know maker's That's mark not, or um, maker's mark is not wheat whiskey my dear boy my dear boy Maker's Mark's weeder. No, it's it has to be at least fifty percent corn. My my right, good correct, my good yes. Josh. Yeah, and 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 so to be called to be called bourbon, right? You have to be. Yes. Um, beyond that, though, uh, grain bills that exceed. I can't remember. It's a it's a decent amount of wheat compared to, like a lot of bourbons have a lot of corn, a lot more than the fifty percent. Oh yes. And then um, some or some or some rye. Rye, well, and then also, I think you can still have be a bourbon and have quite a bit of rye, and then call yourself a rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. And then there are whiskeys that don't qualify as bourbon, and they call themselves rye, and they have almost or they have more than fifty percent rye wheat, and they burn like like mm-hmm. like you need preparation H. It's, right, yes. <laughs> it's they burn to begin with and to end with, yes. although. I do enjoy some um, ryes that are higher on the rye scale. However, uh, so Makers is a, um, I believe it's a, technically a bourbon, but it has more wheat than, say, uh, I don't know, uh, Jack Daniels. JD? For, for example. Um, so people consider them wheaters. Makers is the most famous of the ones that have more wheat than uh, rice. For example. like The next biggest ingredient is wheat. I mean, it makes it a little more on the sweet end, a little more smooth. I mean, in some people's opinion. So anyway, um, wheat, like a, a weeder, like a, for this particular cocktail is preferred. Although you could do it with a rye, to be honest. I mean, it doesn't really matter because I make a cranberry um, for this cocktail, the one that I'm drinking right now. Usually what I like is a maple um, old-fashioned. So maple syrup in place of simple syrup. Yes, and then make it make it how you like it. Um, sometimes I'll do it uh, prohibition style, no um, sour no liquor. <laughs> no, I mean when they hide and then they just drink. Liquor. No liquor, just just firm prayer. Just yeah, just yeah. just faith in the Lord and <laughs> and sour mix. No sugar, just the sour, and then you punish Stiff yourself. Stiff oxidized tea. Indeed, no the. The one that I prefer, the Prohibition style, the you know big ice cube, two ounces of um, booze, whatever that may be, um, and then uh, Angostura bitters, along with some uh, maple syrup. Oh yeah, stir it up, and then the optional ingredients would include like an orange, an orange peel, a maraschino cherry, or a nicer cherry, and uh, a bubbly concoction, whatever that might be. Um, this cocktail that I'm having right now 
is pretty much the same thing. So nice whiskey, um, about two ounces over ice, um, and then a cranberry syrup, which I took some time to make. Like you can't just get this, um, but it, somebody should do this. Like produce, cra- like Ocean Spray. Ocean Spray should probably make which is the main thing. sponsor of the show. Shout out to Ocean Spray. Yeah. Ocean um, Spray. Do you feel like you have a yeast infection? Have some Ocean Spray. That's how it yeah. works, right? Uh, That's co- what they do. Cosmopolitan just clears that right up. Okay. And you ha- you have to take it anally, but it does work. Wonders. You have to butt chug. <laughs> so <laughs> to cure your yeast infection. I mean, yeah, it's, it's science. It's science. It is science. <laughs> You go to the grocery store, you buy at least one liter of Ocean Spray <laughs> cranberry juice. Not the mixture with apple, so- apple stuff in it, because that'll make it... Applesauce. You know, don't no mix a- no. your pre-butt chug with applesauce. Yeah. No apple... It, it slows the whole process down. No apple, no apple juice. Um, it has to be pure Ocean Spray cranberry juice. You can use cocktail, cranberry cocktail juice. However... Um, reinfections are common when you use cocktail juice. Pure mm. cranberry juice preferred. Pure as the yeah, driven yeah. snow. <laughs> cranberry juice. Cranberry juice. And uh, yeah. And then a tampon and then all of your friends. And then you just raise your waist above your neck and throw that <coughs> throw that tampon right in there. And then um, I, if, you, if you have never built a butt bomb before. I'm, I'm picturing downward facing dog. Well... <laughs> We'll st- take out a <laughs> Cosmo-soaked tampon. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if you've never built a butt bong before, just go to Home Depot and ask any associate, <laughs> and they will they will show you exactly where the funnels and the tubing and the clamps are. It'll clear you right out. It solves more problems than just yeast infections, right? It's, is that one of those cure-alls? Well, those no. panaceas? As we <laughs> know, cure-alls... The- this cure-alls. is the the new COVID vaccine. Yeah. As we all know, cure-alls cure, cure nothing, but um, cranberry enemas do cure bad relationships, yeast infections, and uh, good ideas. <laughs> Does it ever bother you that uh, <clears throat> cinnamon and nutmeg are not, like, soluble in eggnog? <laughs> they Does just, it bother me? They just, they're just, like, they No, float. they're just part of it. They're just yeah. around. That's why I don't want to get into it, but like that's why old eggnog is better, I think. Because like really, eggs, cream, in the modern age are like no big thing, but like cinnamon and nutmeg are still kind of like sought after, right? I'm chewing on. But if if that was a month old, it would be a little softer. So, (laughs) yes. It's true. Be a little softer. Just saying. Just saying. Be a little, be a little turned. Be a little smoother. Yeah. I <laughs> know. Uh, it, it, apparently, no. If you put, if you mix the booze in, it keeps. I've heard. It doesn't curdle. No. If you mix it right, like if you do the, if you do the yolks and the sugar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then you add the booze. Yeah. So like, be, something about the sugar. I don't know. This is not part of the episode, but. And then you add the booze. I think it. I think it's the best part so far. It doesn't go. It doesn't go. It doesn't curdle, right? I've made this before. And then you add the egg whites after, and you fold them in. And then, if you do it in that order, it doesn't get gross. I'm intrigued, and I'm gonna do it. Do it. I'm There's gonna. a million videos. Do the Babish video or the old uh, How to Drink video. How to drink. 
there's a YouTube channel called How to Drink, and it's a dude who looks like you, Fuck if you. I'm being honest. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, like a you know a guy who, if you were a true alcoholic, and just coming to, coming to you live from my basement. I think it is in his film in his basement. <laughs> but like it's a it's an alternate reality Greg who <laughs> found out that someone would pay him just enough to get by to mix drinks and then drink them in front of a camera. That's the dream. It's not you'll watch that guy and you'll be like, "Oh, I see why I don't do that." Yeah, no, it's food stamps and making YouTube videos. That's Sure. That's what I always wanted. Right. Um <laughs> which is why we don't make YouTube or any money on this podcast. We could be filming this. Do you want to film this right now? We could record the video version of it and release it as a companion. Only All right. So uh, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking shitty hey. carton eggnog. Mm-mm. Hey, there's nothing wrong with the carton, and, in my opinion. And my first batch, I put in every conceivable spice. Like, name a spice that you think would work in egg, uh, the the nag. My my wife makes fun of how I say it. How do you pronounce it? Nog. Nog. I pronounce it nog. Nog. The, I got some nog. Oh, well, if I'm, I'm just going to say I'm psyched nog. about the nog. No, I would say nog. Ah, uh, og. Like not, nog. Nag. Nag. Nog. 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 In, a, in the passive, you know, like. Go have a wicked pizza with some nog. Andrea, get some <laughs> nog. But I was going to have an eggnog. Yeah, it does change. I think it's like a formality thing. It's almost like we speak Japanese, only for eggnog. Only for eggnog. <laughs> I, so I put in every spice that I owned. Did you, did you have any star anise? That, ew, gross, no. Um, did you have any Chinese five spice? I have some, but I didn't put it in. <laughs> did you, did you put be gross. In, did you I put, put in, in any Jamaican allspice? No, I put in things that make sense. Oh, okay. I put in, oh, I had some, I had a little, I had a nutmeg. I sure. Uh, Got to have nutmeg. Cardamom? Yeah. Uh, ground or whole? Ground. Uh, oh, sure. All ground. This is all, You have this all ground all the time? Yes. Cardamom? Yeah. You eat a lot of cardamom? We have a shitload of cardamom. Okay. I'm just, I'm just curious. I don't, <laughs> you know, some people drink, or I don't drink, uh, have a lot of I don't make drink. a lot cardamom dishes. I've some people never have, drank. It's like two kinds of people. There's people who... Have a shitload of cardamom dishes. They have a lot of Thai. They have a little bit of Chinese. And then they have, you know, like some like Jamaican, Southern Cajun kind of things in there. And they're, most people don't do any of that. Is Cool Runnings a Christmas movie? Um, <laughs> it's a one-word no. answer. No. Okay. All right, so. Yes, Batman Returns. Fuck yes. Sorry, those two words, but. Um, the, so, but I, I, on top of the nutmeg, I have some mace. Some lovely mace. You know where mace? You know where mace is derived from? That's correct. It is. It's no. It's the uh, the thing that surrounds a nutmeg nut. That's where mace comes from. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember what else. Oh, some Ceylon cinnamon. Do you know where cinnamon comes from? It is. Yeah. That that was the answer. Good job. The no. It's right. Right. But do you have so where where do cinnamon sticks come from? No, but like, what? How do they get the sticks? That is correct. If you if you ask if you ask where does this come from long enough, you will always end up in the slave trade. Human trafficking is always eventually the answer. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. 
My coffee comes from a goat's rectum because I am fucking rolling in it, Josh. One second. <laughs> what I like about this episode so far is how focused we are. Yeah. Railgun focus. Swishing nutmeg around your mouth is uh, <coughs> a different experience than, oh God, than like, um, I don't know, opening up a beer or a nice wine. <laughs> When you're sipping on it, it's, uh, you know, you can get high on nutmeg. You know where I learned that? The no. autobiography of Malcolm X. This really? and more if you talk to your local librarian. Good. I, I like the idea of showing up at the library and be like, how can I get high? <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> Just. All right. So it's very possible that I didn't have my mic set up right. So very briefly, we're going to go over our drinks. You sound like shit. Very briefly. <laughs> Very briefly, we'll go over our, our drinks. Um, so uh, just so the in case the listener didn't hear, I made a cranberry old-fashioned, very similar to the way that you make a um, regular old-fashioned. However, I made cranberry simple syrup. So a bunch of cranberries, one cup of sugar, one cup of water, quarter cup or so, like the juice of two lemons. And let that boil down with whatever you like. Where'd you get Anise. the cranberries? Ocean spray. Ocean spray cranberries. Ocean spray cranberries. That, I mean, we got to get it in there. They don't Where, sponsor this yeah, show for They're nothing. the sponsors, yeah. Ocean Where else spray. Would you, is there really any other place? Like Brought to you, you from central Wisconsin. <laughs> These cranberries like will literally never see the ocean. <laughs> well, probably not. But I feel like if this is like... If that was the stone we were going to die on, if this was the hill that mm -hmm. we were going to mm -hmm. climb and get shot on. My favorite expression. Go on. We would go to a bog somewhere in Anago. Bog? Is that like Nog? Yeah. The bog with the, the bog. Nog? You know, where the cranberries are in the bog. <laughs> and and we'd fucking, we'd go up to the farmer and be like, you know, like, how do we get some non-ocean spray cranberries? And he would come out of the bog, you know, slowly. Boy. And he'd be holding, he'd be holding Fun a wall. Fact, uh, uh, cranberry farmers are known as bogmen. Yeah, the boggers. But he'd be holding a uh, Walther PP7, and he'd be in a big blue jumpsuit, and on his name tag it would be like Frank from Ocean Spray. And Frank from Ocean Spray. The end of the podcast. Yeah. Oh no! It's from Ocean Spray. And that'd be it. That'd be the end of the podcast. So. I don't think anyone should that, ask. I crunched into the biggest undissolved clump of cinnamon and nutmeg, and it was repellent. So, by the way, Greg, if you didn't catch it, if our mics didn't catch it, is drinking uh, traditional. Like, the, like, for me and you and Greg, yeah, the traditional eggnog. Yeah. No, there's no fucking YouTube or fucking... Mythbusters no. here. No, no, this is this is out the out the cardboard. Like you're gonna have uh, the neighbors over '60s style. <laughs> the wife's gonna put the hair up in the 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 beehive do. Right before she tries to ruin the election, <laughs> and you go to the store, and right in between the cottage cheese and the sour cream is holiday. Sauce, I guess. <laughs> For the ham. 
<laughs> you pour eggnog all over the ham. <laughs> I assume it would scramble. It does everything. <laughs> it's a cure-all. Have you ever had Country Bob's all-purpose sauce? <laughs> it's in the name, Josh. It does everything. I, I, I have, and it does It's all-purpose. It's not. <laughs> I know I have had all-purpose sauce, and it is okay. It's I mean, funny. like, in in the realm of, like, mayonnaise and ketchup. <laughs> it's, 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 like, okay. it's, 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 it's a little browner than those. It, it has a place, like, remember we had a roommate when we were sophomores in college and he said brown sauce solves everything? It doesn't. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> love. <laughs> if I could only find some brown sauce, I'd have a girlfriend and. It's a, so Midwestern. It's yeah. so Midwestern to just have a plate of brown. Just. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that some color? Dump this fucking <laughs> sauce, sauce all, all over it. it. Yep. Oh, anyway, so this, there's something on this plate that's not sepia. <laughs> Dear God, is that where that term comes from? Sepia tone. Yeah. Just <laughs> like when you when you get a blood infection because you ate too much brown, <laughs> you've gone sepia. All right. All right. You, you have to hire the guy to come over and pump your sepia tank to get all the brown out. <laughs> That's great. This is good. <laughs> We're digging deep. This is good. <laughs> we got to leave in the part where I just walked out of the room <laughs> for like three minutes. <laughs> all right. I was struggling with getting the nutmeg out. <laughs> All right. So, so Greg's drinking um, whatever they whatever at Woodman's. Like when you go into Woodman's during the holidays, where they usually put the kefir, um, <laughs> kefir. in between the cottage cheese and the sour cream. You know that section, and then it says like holiday. They just like put like a drop down sign, and then yeah, and it's, there's it's like the, the doze of the the Pillsbury like sugar flab dough. Yep. And what else do they have? Do they have? Oh, they got the creamer. They got the shitty oh, yeah. creamers. Irish creams. Uh-huh. Like the and then pe- there's egg, peppermint egg. like clumps for and your then there's, coffee. And then there's eggnog, which is what is Greg's beverage right now. Which is there's I, I do enjoy a store bought eggnog with I even I even got the off brand stuff. Like I've never heard of this stuff. You didn't even shout out for Dean? No. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> what did you put in it? I, what is in there? What what's the what's the liquor? Yeah. Um a little a little uh rum. So I did get sure. Jamaican in there. Fine. What's what and kind? Then, uh, a little bit of Elaborate. Uh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember the name of the rum either. I got some well, Corbels. I got some Corbels. Oh, double, double smooth, baby. Double smooth. That's, okay, 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 okay. I'm exactly back on board. Kind of brandy I'm I back on the train. I'm back on this train. The rum, I was like, whatever, fuck this. But then yeah. the brandy, no, I'm fine. like, well, what? Which of my many bottles of brandy should I open? The cheapest this one. Is a, this is a show all about Wisconsin, is it not? Yeah. No, Corbel is 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 just double fine. smooth. Double but smooth. What about what about um? The rum was dark rum, though, right? No, it was uh, 
Bacardi. Bacardi 151. 151. All right, it's time to go to the musical break. Setting up a springtime misery. Our romance started like fire. A flame that no one could compare. That flame has dwindled to a flicker. A temperature of wintertime despair. In like a lion and out like a lamb. So ain't your interest in me. In like a lion and out like a lamb. Setting up the springtime misery Well, I can't believe that you cheated on me While I was working round the clock I'd hoped it was a man from another town Instead it was a fella just down the block In like a lion and out like a lamb So ain't your interest in me Setting up a springtime misery And we are uh, just about to review a beer that I feel like a lot of people are familiar with, uh, Lighthearted Ale by Bell's Brewing Company. I feel like a million years ago we might have done a contest or a multiple taste test on a beer, you know, that's under 4% alcohol, or we just did one that we knew was under 4 and compared it to others in hindsight or... Dear God, whatnot. this one is. I had no idea. You didn't know. That's no. good. That's good news because it's. it doesn't feel like one. I just drained the rest because it wouldn't fit in the glass. doesn't pour like one. Doesn't doesn't necessarily drink like one. But it is one of those. It's a session ale. Session American Pale. Super there is no category. F- yeah. No category for it in the BJCP, so there's really no place for me in this uh, particular interview, but... Oh, okay. Well, then shut the fuck up, Josh. Let All me right, go. I will. What do you think about this beer, Greg? Mm. 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 It's got a nice foam. Hold on. Mm. Mm. Thanks, Luigi. Mm. All right. And that's been my review. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, a lot of things to talk about. Besides the fact uh, of the structure of the beer, 
Um, it has a luxurious head, soapy, tight bubbles, big bubbles, you know, better than a lot of um, macros out there, I would say. Um, mine comes to a kind of oatmeal-y um, circle on top. Very attractive in my opinion. Um, when it comes to aroma, there's some. Some, but not a lot. But like, it's a 3.7% beer. What do you expect? <laughs> um, but there is some hop character in the smell. I mean, nothing to write home about. But in the flavor, um, there's quite a bit to talk about. There's actually some body. I don't even know if I would say this is light-bodied. It's almost uh, medium. I hesitate to say that it's medium-bodied, but there's body. Yeah, it, it's almost there. It's almost at medium, but it's certainly not a light-bodied beer compared to... I mean, like, we've had some examples the last couple of weeks that were very, very, very light. And this, um, it's relatively clear. It's not crystal clear, but it's clear. <sighs> hmm. What else can I say about it? You know, it has decent hop character. A lot of hop flavor. It's not overly carbed. And, uh, you know, it's um, golden in, in color. And uh, it's not, there's no off flavors as far as, you know, as far as I can tell. So that's all I can really say about Light Hearted Ale by uh, Bells. So is there a session category? That is a good, a good question, my friend. So session ales or session beers don't have their own section, but, you know, like a best bitter is considered a session beer. It's a strength, you know, so how strong is it? Um, how strong is the beer? So, um, and I, I don't remember the numbers right offhand, but I'm, you know, from two to four percent is a session beer. Um, and there are contests where you're limited to that. So the grain bill must be X and the alcohol must be under 4%. So, so no, they don't have their own section, but it's still, it is a concept that, that is in the BJCP guidelines. So this runs in that, in that category, but like, there's so much room there. Like 4.6 is a lot different than, um, this beer, which is on the can 3.7. Mm -hmm. Um, I made a 4.2 beer that I believe you had when I was back when I was actively homebrewing and, and doing lots of recipes that I was very proud of because it's very difficult to make a beer that's at like four ish percent that doesn't taste like water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you got to play around with a little bit of unfermentable malt or oat or something like that, that sticks around and then um, a decent amount of, uh, uh, you know, six and two row to get it to where you want it as far as mouthfeel and uh alcohol because you still want to get drunk you know <laughs> you want to get drunk but you don't want to get fat i think is is the point of these beers um and it's hard to balance that out and i feel like this strikes the balance decently you know um 3.7 i i feel like they could have added more and done more with it because i feel like, like that's a, a 4.2 or something uh, like that 4.2 and like just done more flavor yeah. But but also like they went over the top in the in the in the point where like uh, if I were really interested in like being a bodybuilder and wanting to have a couple of beers at night, yeah, this yeah. might and, come and up and in you, a blog post. You wanted beer and not Michelob Ultra. Yeah, I don't want to have a Michelob Ultra. Are there beers that are under four percent? Like if you Googled that, and I have I have not done this, but Google a beer 
that is under 4% alcohol. Because mm-hmm. that's usually the metric you use, which is not a great metric. Because yeah. you can make a stout that has 4% alcohol. That's 380 calories. Because there's all the residual sugar. You know? All the calories with none of that pesky alcohol. Of, yeah. That's a, you could make a O'Doul's. With, uh, <laughs> with a ton of shitty, you know. I love the idea of like, are you too skinny? <laughs> Do you not like having fun? Right. So, um, but no, uh, I like it. Um, my the only flaw, I think, is like, um, when it hits the sides of your mouth and and that aftertaste is a little. It's almost lagery, you know. Yeah. Like there's some uh, yeast character that is not very pleasant that sticks around on the sides of your mouth, not down the middle, but like on the sides. And that's the only thing that I don't like about this. If they could, if they could get rid of that, and I don't know what kind of yeast they use for this, to be honest. Um, but there is a beery character that I don't care for. That some people might, especially if you're looking for a beer that's under four percent, because this is truly a beer. This is a beery beer. It tastes like beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it smells like beer. It smells like uh, a half-hearted IPA, and this is uh, light-hearted. No, ale. no pun intended. Yes, no pun intended. A half-hearted uh, IPA. It doesn't taste like an IPA at all. It tastes like an APA, I would say. Um, and uh, I don't mind it. It's a, it's a fine beer. In, in addition to many things I like about it, one of my favorite things is on the can, you know, it gives you more stats than you find on oh. a lot of cans of beer. Yeah, um, for sure. But also it, you know, gives you this, that tells you like, hey, drink this within six months. And then all caps gives an order to the protectorate of Puerto Rico. <laughs> yep. Puerto Rico, do not litter. Yeah. What? what uh, Puerto Rico must have been a real asshole yeah. at one point. <laughs> too, many, too many aluminum cans around. That's probably court ordered or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement oh, wow. with you, Greg. Uh, it's a fine beer. Uh, Having a second. Cause I can, cause I, I can. Should I should too? Hundred ten calories. It's only hundred hundred and ten calories. It's less than a slice of bread and a wedge of not a wedge, but you know some cheese, a serving of cheese. I only know that because I count my calories now, and uh, I did. The life of the party, yeah. Josh. But I had toast and cheese uh, one day um, for like a snack or, or like really for lunch, and then I was gonna have like oh maybe I'll have a beer. And then uh, I had Bell's Two Hearted, which is a seven percent um, IPA, mm. and I also had this in the fridge. And then I put it into uh, what is it called? Fucking whatever my calorie counter software is. I'm not going to advertise for them because they're not going to pay us. And uh, I could do that, a uh, twelve ounce can, and that was going to be like three hundred and eighty calories or some bullshit like that. And I was like, oh Jesus, that's a lot. And then this was going to be a hundred and some calories. And then with a sandwich altogether, it was going to be like 280 calories or whatever. And I was like, well, that sounds like fucking a good compromise. Yes. I could have another one and like still not. It would be the same thing as not having the Bell's Too Hard, which is still in my fridge, which I was going to drink at some point anyway. However, and it is in the moment. Superior, superior IPA. It, and it's, it's, a, it's a better beer. We're not going to argue that Bell's Too Hard, if I was going to choose... 
in a pinch. What are, what are you going to drink? I would oh, drink yeah. Bell's oh, yeah. I'm on, a million I'm on death times. row. I'm on death row. Death row. I'm on. I'm in a short line. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, and they're a port and they're it's a porta potty situation. Right. And they're like and then you're 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 gonna go into like a food festival and they're like, Do you would you like Bell's two hearted or the light hearted version? Ten times out of ten. Oh yeah. Two this is a problem that I run into though. Like uh for a while oh, yeah. for a while I was like being like, All right, well, if this costs the same, like let's say, you know, like you're at a festival, you're at a concert yeah. or something, like I'm at the Sylvie, right? When we could go to places and have fun. I'm at the Sylvie, <laughs> I'm at the bar at the Sylvie, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get, you know, it's a, gotta think about the cost savings, so I'm gonna get the big beer, because the you know, you get savings automatically by getting the big beer. Yeah. And I could get the I could get just a Miller or a Bud, or yep. for for one dollar more. I can get nine times as much alcohol with the IPA or whatever there. I think it was like Moses or something. So, but, and then of course I would always forget to have eaten, which is a separate issue. And then I black out at, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, yonder mountain string band or something. Yep. <laughs> they played a, they played a cover of, uh, 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 master of puppets though, that I still remember through my brownout and it was pretty great. <laughs> Um, before before everything fell apart, the last concert I was at was a it was a great concert. It was um, Hold Steady was the premier, you know, like the the big band that brought everybody in. But then um, a another band that I like, uh, fucking, I'm gonna make it through this year. The Mountain Goats, I think they're called. Mm. You you look them up. The uh, I think it's the Mountain Goats or some shit. Like they have a shitty name, but like they they're great. They are like uh, maybe like five or eight years our senior, but they like do like really appropriate thematic stuff about like, but essentially like when they were our age at seven, like Watergate hearings were going on. So like that's where their narrative starts. What the fuck are you talking about? This band, the Mountain Goats. Um, anyway, so like they're so like, they're, so they're doo-wop. No, they're not doo-wop. They're <laughs> I like new age rock. I would put them okay. in, in that. And uh, anyway, like they were the opener and uh, at the back of this um, uh, uh, Avenue bar it was like a big, like Minneapolis thing. Um, mm-hmm. They were serving uh, a lot of fancy beer and included in which was furious, which I determined to be the most alcoholic of all the right. fancy beers. And so the most you did, you did, you did the diligence. math. As a capitalist, <laughs> yeah, it's like the most pack for my punch is the eleven dollar, which is usually five dollar twelve ounce pour of Furious. Also, they had all these other like um, four dollar pours, which was like Coors, Miller, uh, fucking Grain Belt. Oh and, yeah, and then Summit EPA. We've done it's, Grain Belt on the show, right? We have I done. We believe. we covered Grain Belt very well. God. They had Summit EPA, which is Summit EPA is a great beer, which is way higher in alcohol than all Coors, Bud, Miller, all that shit. And you know, I go in there and I and I order for the everyone that's at the concert, uh, several orders of fucking Furious, and I think one order of um, EPA because someone couldn't handle Furious. Mm-hmm. And then the next guy behind me is like, "Can I get eight Coors?" And I was like, why wouldn't you just order four summits? Because it's the same, same deal. Yeah. 
Can't account is, for taste. I, I will say, there is something to cheap, shitty beer and yeah. public gatherings. That's true. It's it's just kind of like, it, it goes hand in hand. It's, it's a lubricant. It's uh, it's, it's, it's not, way harder to end up pissing yourself in a crowded concert that's true. if you're drinking just Coors. Like, it's tough yep. to get to that point. It is. Although, I have thrown up cold Coors <laughs> in my life due to sheer volume. All right. Speaking of throwing up, uh, Greg, yes. I have some. I have some questions about lighthearted ale. I, I am game. I'm on my second. It is delicious. You know what? I I think my favorite thing about this beer, of of all the pretty good things about this beer, for what it is, yeah, um, is the is the flavor. It it's got oh, yeah. that good bready, yeah, like, crackery. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It tastes more like um, grain. Like like a oh wait for for sure than than most beers like it's tough to find a beer that tastes like what it's made out of as much as this. I think one of the best compliments I can pay to this beer is compared to a lot of session ales. When you take a drink of lighthearted ale by Bell's and breathe out through your nose after you've had some. You smell bread as opposed to gas. Yeah. Like, you, like you know? Just like, like the, the hot CO2 that yeah. you got from the hyper-carbed, shitty, like, well, high life last week. Well, yeah, but, like, best case scenario when you're doing, like, um, what's another, like, Dogfish Head does a fucking light ale. I can't remember what it's called. And then when you breathe through your nose, and and it's not a bad beer. I can't remember what it's called, but it's not a bad beer. But when you breathe through your nose after you have it, you don't take, you don't smell bread. You smell um, some hops, not like not good hops, but like some hops, and that's it. And that's why that beer still sells. Mm-hmm. They make a better beer, um, the lime sour. That's and a round. Do you like that? I don't know that I've ever had that, and I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's, it's their, black like, lime, thing, right? Yeah, it's more of a summer beer. It's a good beer. You don't smell anything you, you when you blow air through your nostrils after having some of that. It's it's a it's more of a cocktail. Um, I get that. And it's more of a food science project than this is. This is a beer. They made this beer. They tried their damnedest to make uh, a light beer taste decent. I yeah. think is is my yeah. praise for this beer, um, and Bell's is a fine company, and they haven't done anything uncouth in the last couple of years as, that I know <laughs> in of. In the last few days, they, <laughs> yeah. they haven't come out strong to be like, yeah, throw oh. out the vote. Yeah, we're Kalamazoo. Tired of li- Kalamazoo stands with the Trump administration. Yeah. Michigan, uh, we don't agree with federal judge. Is it Barr? Bart? <laughs> Bart, but Bart. <laughs> did, <laughs> have you seen General the... Bobbert Bart? We <laughs> don't stand with him. No, the the have you seen the judge, the federal judge that that quashed the Trump's uh, attempt? They made a they, well, they he's, the best he's thing. Sitting on... Pretty at like how many judges at this point? I have not. I don't know which particular judge you're it, talking about. It's right around yeah nationally like 40 judges outside of two and the two of them that said like this is yeah we agree like they weren't talking about like 
it wasn't lawsuits that were like we're gonna try to overturn this election. It was like lawsuits that were like this guy looked at me funny, <laughs> and the judge was like, "Yeah, they they shouldn't they shouldn't look at you that way during the election." And then now in Iowa, they should respect their betters and their yeah, elders. When if you are cockeyed in Iowa and you are an elector, you should not <laughs> look in the eye unless you have straight twenty twenty vision at a Republican challenger. I think that's what they ruled. <clears throat> but there's no way to, to contest that. So anyway, Greg. Yeah. If if we are talking about Lighthearted Ale by And we are uh, Bells. If Lighthearted Ale were an advent calendar because of the holidays. <laughs> great great thematic touch, Josh. <laughs> really good job. Are you reading what? this out of a Christmas card? What are you doing? I'm sort of. I mean, like it's folded like one. <laughs> what would the last gift or couple of gifts in this advent calendar be? This is a big thing now. Like you buy beer <laughs> advent calendars, and it's full of beer or whatever, and and usually they suck. However, I'm a big fan of like making good ones, and I make my kids make good ones for their uncles and aunts with like things in them. That usually suck, but near the end, they're good. And usually at the end, because they're kids, they're edible. And and the ones before them are Legos they don't want anymore. <laughs> Exp- All right, one more time. I need to hear this question one well, more time. If if Bell's Lighthearted Ale were, you know, not the before part, but an advent calendar. So, like, the best aspects of what it is. So, like, the worst aspects are, like, days 1 through 17. Yes, but like the rest of the advent calendar. So don't 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 give don't give us the bad stuff. If Bell's lighthearted ale were an advent calendar, what would the last couple of days be, as far as the the gifts? It's gonna fit in like a little. Thing. No, you, know, you put your finger through not. it and you pull the. It would be. I know how they pull work. it out. You know how they work, and then you take and it's, oh, it's a. I don't know, a uh, uh, Matchbox, Matchbox car. You know what it would be? It would be um, the feeling of having worked out without Ooh, having to do it. That's nice. That's like, nice. To be just like constantly being like, oh, my God, I just worked out. That is nice. But I'm thinking about it more and more, and I'm like, ooh, if you could pull that out of a box, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. That's possible, but in like a very contained scenario where like if you got someone one of these calendars and said like uh if you only eat 1600 calories and then you open this up and then drink it you're gold that's right if you, you normally, still have that if you, you normally champ full like full-on ipas like if you have a couple of beers each evening right and you switch it up to just just lighthearted. Bells, lighthearted. You're right there. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I agree. Okay, I got another one for you. I can't wait. I have a note here about make fun of smooth brains. We didn't get a chance to to do that. I guess we talked about the election. So, but if lighthearted ale, oh boy, my handwriting is so terrible. I can't can't parse it out. Oh, here we go. If Lighthearted Ale were an ocean, uh-huh. which ocean would it be? Shit. 
So they got a so lighthearted has a a, a goddamn fish on it. It much does. Much like two hearted does. I believe it's some sort of a lake trout. You know what, son of a bitch? I'm gonna say the inland ocean of Lake Michigan. Um, I feel like you're breaking some rules. But uh, there, I don't recall you saying that I had to choose an ocean when I chose. I know, an ocean. I know, I know. I I think that's probably the best answer, you know, because there is a fish on it, just as yeah. there is on two hearted, two hearted. Fucking a right. And uh, I feel like that that fits. Um, yeah, no, that that's a good answer. It's too good, too good, and I got to move on. <laughs> and I got to find a new question. If Bell's Lighthearted Ale were one of these new wave diets, you know, these new diets. I like the idea of, like, Bell's Banquet Beer. I like the the (laughs) B sound. If they come back, Bell's Banquet Beer, and it's just Bell's Too Hearted, but they put a bunch of Coors labels on it. I think that would actually be better than what I thought of. It's like they put more shit in it. Because I started watching the uh, Cobra Kai the, the oh, yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, uh, <laughs> the Johnny Lawrence, the the evil kid from the, the, right. the karate, from karate kid. Karate yeah. kid. He's, and he's not the bad know, guy anymore. He's not he's... the bad guy anymore. He's just like broken and misunderstood. But right. His whole deal is that he only drinks Coors banquet beer. Yeah. And like throws cans at the kids in his dojo and shit like that. And I was like, do you think... What do you think the the discussion was with Coors about using their product? It's like, okay, all right. Uh, yes, Mr. Coors, yes. We're, we're excited to have this television show. Our main character is going to be a proud consumer of your product. And, uh, you know, we just want your permission. He's like, oh, of course. Uh, and I assume that he is, uh, let's see here, well-educated, upstanding, overly employed, <laughs> an excellent father. And they were like, yep, <laughs> sure thing. That's who drinks your product. Yep. All right, next question. All right, next question. Last question about uh, Lighthearted Ale. Oop, I dropped my paint. Um, I've been nailing it. I've been nailing it so far. I think you've been, yeah, I think you've been doing fine. You've been doing okay. That's not, no, uh, that is the understatement of the century, Josh. If, if uh, Bell's Lighthearted Ale were a moment... During any season of The Office, <laughs> which moment would it be? Mm. 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 You know, it's light, frilly. <laughs> <laughs> the viewers will be pleased to know that Josh is skewing to the side <laughs> at this point. <laughs> you know, how much was in that uh, old fashioned? Two uh, old shots. Buddy. Uh, <laughs> About five ounces. A couple you know, five ounces? Two, couple two five ounces. <laughs> couple two drinks. I So it's a light, enjoyable beer with that nice cracker grain to it. Um, so I am going to say, I'm going to rule out Michael Scott because Michael Scott was yeah, the heavy. He was heavy-handed. Um, I think just some of the like, Light delight drinks that Jim that Jim played. So perhaps, perhaps the even just the the shitty um, 
this actually tracks a little bit, but like the the first couple of episodes of the first season where they were just oh, yeah. copying oh, the, British the British office. Yeah. Oh, you put my stuff in jam again. <laughs> but that like that is kind of this. It's like it's not risky. It's just good, and it gets you set up um, to to like you know if this was my first bells, or if this was something that I was. You know, like I was watching, I was watching the old, uh, you know, the Battle of the Bulge. Try yeah. not to, try not to overdo things. Who I, does I would, that now? Like the Battle of the Bulge. There, uh, they stopped. Like they stopped. Josh, the war's over. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can still watch it. You know, I, I like that. I like you know, uh, as far as the office goes and the spear goes, I like that because um, they're not doing anything new. They're just doing old stuff good. Yeah, yeah. Which is what and, The Office essentially was. And it, and it was not deep. It wasn't, you know, it, it, it didn't change anybody's life. They watched it and they were like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, that was the thing about The Office. The American Office was like, it wasn't good. <laughs> I mean, like, I, yeah, I don't mean, while, I, don't, yeah. I don't mean to say that, like, it wasn't a good show. I just mean, like, as far as like me and you watched the British office, we were forced to watch the British off British office years before By our most British compatriot. Like you need to watch the thing that my country c- contributed to. Yes. This is our first cultural Regular. innovation yeah. since, Oh fuck Monty Python. Yeah. And that was like, when I watched the American office, I was like, Oh, I hope, I hope that uh, the good the good guy, I guess, in my head, Jim, you know, like the good Jim, guy. Jim. I, I hope he puts Dwight's stuff in Jello like in the old one. And, and he then he did. did. And I was he like, fucking did. Nice. Great. Yes. Perfect. Except then, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't new. It wasn't. No, like, it wasn't. New. Oh, it was, that was unexpected. This no, is it was like, exactly oh. the same. Like, oh, he put, oh. oh, I put myself in Jello again, and I was like, <laughs> excellent. Yes, this is going to be a good show. And like, not only like was it going to be a good show, it was like, I bet they could copy everything until like season two, and then keep going. And more or less, that's exactly what they did. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. And then you know, it didn't really matter a lot because it was like, it's a good premise. And even in Brit- even in Great Britain, they were like, "I wish they made it go further," but I think there's like rules in in BBC Two or whatever. They're like, "No, it can't be good yeah, forever." No, you you got ten, ten episodes, dear God. Yeah, yeah. we'll do a holiday special one in five years. You fucking twits. <laughs> like, I think that's codified into like British law. Is like if it's yeah. too good, it has to end. In, like spaced was two seasons. But- yeah, Office was two seasons. Um, what's the the one Doctor, with Doctor the, Who? Doctor two Who, seasons. Two, two seasons. Sherlock was two seasons. Yep, exactly. They're all uh, the BBC News. Two seasons. Just two seasons. <laughs> you know, the news can only go so far, and then it has to stop. Yeah. And people get tired of it, and you got to move yeah. on. That's so, why. That's why people are so angry at the Crown right now. They, right. They made more than two seasons. They made more. Well, it continued on Hulu, and they're mad at America. It's all Donald. It's all Donald Trump's fault because Diana sucked balls. <laughs> all Literally right, and figuratively. This. We um, gotta end this. And then uh, that's how we move along. And uh, it was good seeing you, Greg. 
It was great to see you. And we have to thank uh, some of our wonderful musical folks. Uh, Whiskey Farm. Whiskey Farm Uh, always does their intro. Horses and hand grenades. Sometimes does their intro and outro. And uh, the Corcoran Bottle String Band, as always, will be doing our outro. Uh, None of these bands are beating because they are sane. Uh, so don't go looking for them, uh, at you, if you are looking to be outside with a bunch of people or indoors, um, in a big crowd, the you guy can fuck from off, the just stop listening. Song. Yeah. And the guy from the cheers song, uh, who wrote the cheers song, uh, great guy. Uh, and great that's, guy. that's always how we end the episode. Uh, the guy from the cheers song is a great guy. <laughs> we got to remember that. Yeah. Let no one forget, because <laughs> he uh, it's it's true. <laughs> <laughs>